Welcome to Craft Conversations, where I craft a conversation and I talk a little bit about craft beer. I'm your host, Brian Dales, and on this episode, we have the elusive Gordon Peters. We've been talking about it for nine months, probably. Uh, he was supposed to show up last night, did not, but guess what? He's sitting across from me right now, so enjoy this episode. Yeah, let's get this shit fucking going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just keep that bullshit like close to your mouth, like a fist from your mouth. I've got this sound dialed in, but you gotta put the, you gotta make sure it's on you. And if you move, just fucking move it with you. You know what I'm saying? What you got? Gordon Peters. What's going on, man? Oh, just enjoying. The beautiful South Carolina weather. There you go. Get up on that fucking bitch, man. Don't be afraid of it. Not at all. And a beer-free podcast. Beer-free podcast. I've done that. Um, how many times I've done that? I did it with Fleming twice because he didn't drink. So we've had uh, root beer or some bullshit. Root beer. He likes root beer. During uh, Fleming's podcast. Who else? I did somebody else that, that wasn't drinking. Jana Riley. Jana. 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 Riley. Dan Riley's wife. She doesn't drink either. We did uh, kombucha from Coastal Coffee that day. I saw her and her, I guess, son at Coastal Coffee <clears throat> the other day. Yeah. She, I saw her online earlier today. She was. Good place for the community to. She meet. was doing something with that new. Um, what is it? Public center or community center or some kind of fucking center that they, that they just opened up in uh, Somerville? What the hell is it? Art yeah. center. Was it where the armory used to be? I have no idea where it is. Because they totally redid that. That might be it. I'm going to look it up right now while we're talking about it. the house. We'll just start with that. Fuck it. I'm talking about Dan Riley's wife. That's what I call her. Dan Riley's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Jana. Nah, she knows I love her. Let's look it up. What were you looking up over there? Bird? Did you figure out what the bird was? Yeah, it's some kind of plover, I believe. On the Edisto yesterday, in our paddle that connected, I guess, the south and north fork and the main stem just below that. Yeah, I already talked a little bit about it because you didn't show up last night. So I talked. I did a thirty-minute podcast last night and talked about it, man. So I I, I wrote after that. I explained a little bit. I know. I heard you. I heard you. Maybe it wasn't on her page. That's all the way back to February. Oh, you know what? It might be, um, she got an alias page. Can't remember what the damn name of it is, though. Well, I can't figure it out because there's so many shorebirds, but uh, it's either it's either a plover of some type, possibly a sandpiper. You're talking about the one that was diving, that was staying low to the ground and just going tree to tree? Not like that. That was a <coughs> woodpecker, that undulating. Oh, that was that? We heard those pileated out there. Yeah. Talked about those one day, too. I don't know. I'm done looking for this thing. But some kind of center just opened up in Somerville. I think they redid the um, arm the armory yeah. there and behind uh, Doty Park. Right. Yeah. A couple streets off of the main street there. Yep. Yeah. So That's cool, man. Yeah. Things are getting done. Hopefully, things will get done when uh, we get a new mayor in there. A few, 
somebody a little more progressive that uh, gets a little more artsy in town. <laughs> Not against growth. That's right. So. Growth is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just he said. Absolutely. So your fish eye is was that a success or not a success? Um, I'm not real happy with it. I mean, this was a pretty good picture here. Uh, most of them were, you know, even more of a circle than that. Looks like you were just looking through a lens. I need to figure out how to expand the. View. Yeah, I just need to zoom in, and it'll get rid of that little that little eyelet right there. But um, I did it. It did it did okay. I mean, if I was to take that same shot with my regular camera, of course, it would take off. You know. Hell, at least a third of that yeah. shot width-wise. So, I mean, it definitely gives you more depth in it, but kind of blurs out the edges. I mean, you can see the blur. Um, you kind of get real clear just what you're looking at right in the middle there. But some of them turned out all right, some of them not so great. And the first few I took, th this lens that I brought out there, it attaches to my iPhone. I don't have it up here with me, but um, it's been sitting on the kitchen counter for like a year. I haven't used it in forever. And last, last night I saw it and said, ah, let's just take it out to the river and see how, how it looks. So it had a whole bunch of dust on the back lens. So the first three pictures I took were like, you couldn't see shit, man. It was nothing but uh -huh. dust. Um, then kind I cleaned like that up. water. Normally it's, 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 it's black, but it's clear. Yeah. Like even where we uh, beached out that one point, um, you know, it was real kind of murky right there, even though the, the water was only a foot deep or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't as clear as normal, but it's a good day, man. Absolutely. Now we got to go all the way back down to being big water on the main stem below Earl's place. Right. Well, that's what I was talking about last night on the podcast. I said, okay, we're you know we're trying to do the entire river um, after this portion that we did here. I think I calculated we've got 106 miles to the to the ocean. So that's a few more trips for sure. But then. I was talking, I know we mentioned yesterday about uh, maybe getting a different boat, like maybe a sit-on-top yeah. sit on top kayak to go the rest of the way down or something. But Or something with a sail, even. With a sail? Yeah, like I've seen those Hobies that have sails and pedals. Really? Yeah. Just to get a little more speed so we can cover more, more speed, ground? A little more speed, cover more ground, because you're, you're in more open water. You can, not like going to do a lot of tacking, but you can, you know, kind of go side to side. It was definitely wide fucking open. I mean, yeah. you could really get some speed going on that part of the river, for sure. There's no obstacles whatsoever. I mean, we didn't encounter one thing, right? No, no. not one snag. I mean, I still, I think, so far, my favorite areas have been up the the South Fork. Right. It's narrow, and there are a lot of snags, where there's, it's tighter. There's a lot more wildlife, it seems like. Not that there's, you know, it's still pretty. I mean, yeah, it's still a beautiful place. Right. But that's what we got to figure out, I guess, is <clears throat> do we want to go ahead and knock out that shit, that 106 miles on down, or do we want to venture back up and just start knock, knocking out the top and work our way back down later? I think he Because, I mean, if you need a new boat, we might as well go up with the boat we got instead of buying a new boat right now, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, or just start hitting some some smaller... Uh, no, just, we need to go from Earl's place, right? On down, back down to 17A. Is that where we're going? I'm right. trying to figure out. Yeah. Is that on the North Fork or the South Fork? That, Earl's no, on. That's on the main stem. Matter of fact, I can tell you where that is. Let's see. Because the furthest we've been up, right, is Hogpen, is that correct? On the South Fork? Yes. That's the furthest up we've put in? Yeah. 
because now we're in. Let's see. And then the furthest we've put in on the north fork is at Kilcare, correct? Yeah, actually we got one little small, we had to do Highway 21 um, down to... Um, Highway 21 Landing? Yeah. East of Aiken, that's where we're looking well, at? That's where we just pulled out. We got to go in there, have somebody drop us in there, and then get out maybe at Mars Oldfield. See, I got two Highway 21s here. I got one Highway 21, River Mile 78, on the South Fork, and then the 21 we pulled out at yesterday was on the main stem at River Mile 105. Yeah, which is the Sandy Allen Bridge. Yeah. What I'm looking, I'm looking at the Friends of Edisto, edistofriends.org. Yeah, that's what I'm on. There's a lot of water left, man. Good Lord. No doubt. And when we get down in Charleston County, that's that's where it really gets big. Gonna want a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger boat. We're gonna get sued for that. We gotta, we gotta see what that's from. Maybe a tandem. <laughs> a tandem would be cool. And you know, I was talking last night that originally we talked about um, trying to do this podcast on the river. That'd be cool to do. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to do it. I mean, it's easy, you know, to bring the GoPro. Obviously, we can get the video, but the hard part is going to be audio and making sure that we get, um, you know, unless both of us turn on our voice recorder on our phones, so we've got our own audio in each of our boats, and then I can just blend the audio together with the video. It would be a pain in the ass, but... Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to hear, really actually hear what the other person's saying because of... I'm talking upstream, you know, downstream, and you're looking off to the right. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. If we both had our phones on, yeah. then we got the audio from both of us, but then it's a matter of mixing it, and I've not done that before, so that would be, whew, because that's, I mean, you're talking about a, I guess we could only just record what we wanted to record an hour of or so, not the entire trip, but. Yeah, an hour's worth of flipping back and forth between audios to match it up with yeah. the video. That's, and then you only got one video unless we get another GoPro, so I don't know. But if we're on this part of the river, when we could we could tie our kayaks together and actually go down like a pontoon boat, like <laughs> <laughs> a kind of a side-by-side side side tandem instead of back-to-back. Back back. I don't know. It's too, yeah. much, too much Beautiful work. day, though. Yeah, That's it was right. awesome. Um. Not, you know, like I say, it was awesome. It was beautiful. The, the, you know, no matter what part of the river you get on, you're going to see something that's just amazing and that you didn't see on the last part of the river that you're like, wow, look at that. We didn't see anything like that last time. But I'm like you. I like having a little bit of a challenge and, and kind of working through some stuff and yeah. having to, to kind of keep your mind aware of what's going on around you and looking out for spider webs and looking out for snakes and turtles and alligators and whatever. Matter of fact, we haven't seen one alligator the entire no. Any adventure we've done on the Edisto, not one alligator yet. And not one snake yesterday, and Mary warned, I guess that, that morning when we were when I went in there in the coastal, she goes, watch out for snakes, they're everywhere. Well, we did see that one when we went out Bruce that one time. Remember the one that yeah, was trying no, to I mean, attack yes, Bruce? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess they would be coming out now that it's uh, warmed up. But Oh, yeah. I'm seeing them around the, na- around the neighborhood. 
Yeah, well, I went out. Um, <clears throat> I went out with Leah on the uh, Saw Branch Trail the other day. We were on the other side, you know, on the on the grass side, not the pavement side. Right. Had her off leash and letting her run, and next thing I know, she's chasing after a damn water moccasin. It was up on the on the bank and scurried down through the through the grass into the water. So luckily, luckily, she didn't get bit because that would not have been good. On my ride yesterday, I saw a dog chasing a deer. On a saw branch? Yeah, a couple walking the dog. I had it off the leash, Labrador. Deer can jump, jump from one side all the way through the creek to the other side. Dog took off after him. Yeah. <laughs> There's no calling him back. Like in woods? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leia would have done the same thing, I'm sure. She's always <laughs> kind of peeking in the woods, like she sees something or hears something, but she won't. She used to go in it, but I've kind of trained her now. She doesn't go in it unless I tell her she's allowed to, but. Yeah, man, that trail's awesome. I want to take her out tomorrow because I'm going to go out, like I said, to the Lake Moultrie Passage, uh, part of the Swamp, what the hell is it called? The Swamp Fox um, Passage or some shit. But yeah. but I want to do, I mean, I'm going to be out there for like five hours, and I don't want to have to figure out where I get water for her, or give her snacks or all kind of bullshit. So it's called... Um, Plus you might give out before you do. Palmetto Conversation. Convert. Palmettoconservation.org. Yeah, so there's like a million landings on this thing. Is that the Seed of the Mountains Trail? Um, it goes from Allendale to... Yeah, it goes from Allendale to... Um, Table Rock or something. Hold on a minute. Five hundred miles of cross-state hiking and bicycling. Established in 1994, uh, about two hours away from any part of the state, South Carolina's longest pedestrian and bicycle trail and largest trail construction project, 500 continuous miles when finished, 350 trail miles completed, 26 passages ranging from 1.3 miles to 47 miles. So the one I'm doing tomorrow, the Lake Moultrie is uh, 26 point something. I'm not gonna do it all. I, I could do it all on my bike for sure, but I'm, uh, I'm just gonna do as much. It's 26.9 miles actually. So see. Oh yeah. Should be good. And then eventually, uh, I want to try and do the whole thing. Same thing with the river, either on bike or on foot. Um, similar to what you know, Brad Mallett's daughter, Rachel. Man, you seen what she's been doing? You've been following her journey up the Appalachian yeah. Trail. That's they were uh they're quarter quarter of the way i think they said today yeah or yesterday i think they were at damascus virginia yeah richard went up i believe and and a a friend hiked up to him he brought her his light lightweight sweeping bag and tent they're switching over seasons yeah so yeah that's pretty amazing be able to walk that continuously yeah are they doing the whole thing i mean all the way up to maine the whole thing Yeah. yeah It's been nice to have that much time off. Yeah, but it, uh, I was talking to somebody else just sitting there at, at the coffee shop, um, and they were that had that had done it and said the first it's getting over the first week, not so much physically but mentally. Yeah, it was a big deal. So yeah, there was a guy on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. This has been months ago. Can't remember his damn name, but. He, he's done the whole thing, and he's done the, the uh, whatever the one on the West Coast is. It's, I don't think it's Pacific 
Coast Trail? Is it just called it, Pacific Coast Trail? Maybe. Yeah. Um, he's done both of them multiple times, but he said he was just saying how amazing it is that you don't need to really bring anything with you. I mean, maybe a sleeping bag or something, but there's so many different checkpoints throughout the whole passage that you can get food, you can get shelter, you can get some place to sleep pretty much the whole way along, really. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, um, Richard was, when he went up there to visit him, was, I mean, he hiked in one spot, the guy who went with him decided that he'd had enough <laughs> in a day, and he, so he went down another direction um, to get back to the car or something. Oh, really? Yeah, so they, where they... So they he's not with him anymore at all? Oh, no, they just, they just hiked in for... Um, just to visit them over the weekend. Oh, okay. I got you. So it's just the two doing the whole thing. Yeah. And people just are joining them here Rachel and there. Rachel and her, and her boyfriend. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to do it so badly, but it's, it takes a lot of time. So I, I've got to piece it out or just quit my job and just go. But Big commitment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. What'd you do today? Just took a break? Worked. Had to catch up for taking off yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was the first day I think since I, in like seven years where you take it. I took I took the day off and did not pick up a work phone call or a work email. Even that it's crazy. We're on the Edisto River and can you get full cell service? And it's so it's like if you wanted to, you could just keep on <laughs> working from a kayak. Which so you didn't do it once? Not once. Okay, because I know when we first pulled out, you were talking about uh, you were going to get some emails and some phone calls and shit probably, but. You didn't yeah, touch it. I didn't. I, I, That's awesome, man. I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah. <laughs> disconnect. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I need to. I didn't disconnect that much. I, I was on Facebook a little bit, to, posting some pictures and Instagram, whatever. But you know. I saw that when I got home. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep up with the uh, craft conversations thing. Man. I got to post some stuff. You know, business. That's right. That's right. So we're drinking a tea. We're not drinking any beer, right? You're on day three. Today's day three for you. Day three. <clears throat> I'm on day thirteen. So we're in, we're both in the threes. Yeah. Both got a three in the number today. Yeah, I wanted a beer last night though. Ooh man, <laughs> who are you telling? <laughs> I went out and uh, what did I do? Where did I go? Where did I go? Oh no, I went to uh, went to Ice House last night. That's right. Yeah. And uh, looked at that beer list, man. They had a beer from D9. It was a. Uh, it was a. Um, was it a peach IPA, I think, from D9? I was like, oh, I bet you that tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I got uh, got some unsweetened tea. I got a bunch of them in my refrigerator, and you open it up, and I'm like, man, I just need to put these somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple. They're not mine, but you know, Tommy's got some down there. But I'm pretty much to the point now where it doesn't bother me. But Yeah, no, 13 days, you're, you're, you're past the big cravings. Move. Yeah. You know? after strenuous activity and wanting to just relax with a beer. Yeah. I did go out. I had a couple of appointments today, medical appointments. I had an eye appointment, and then I had an appointment at the base. And uh, after that, I went to Tanger Outlet and went to Big Billy's Burgers. You ever eaten there? No. Oh, man, so good. They got uh, exotic meat down there. So each day of the week, they have a different exotic meat that you can get, or you can just get a regular burger, Angus, you know, beef, whatever. Today's, uh, on Tuesdays, it's um, Gator. So I had a Gator burger. And, uh, you know, they got an elk burger, they got bison, they got, you know, just ostrich, I think, is one day. Yeah. So just different things. And they had a pretty good beer list uh, draft right there. But 
I was like, oh, man, a beer with this Gator Burger would be fantastic. I know. I made a big old um, giant pot of chicken perla, which is kind of like, I guess, a chicken bog. But they call it perla in the south. And uh been eating I've heard, for like see, three days. <laughs> really? You see, my ex-wife, her uh, her family, you know, they're, they're from the upstate, or I guess not the upstate, they're Florence, Dillon area up there. But, um, yeah, they always had chicken bog, and they called it chicken bog. So is that not a is that not a South Carolina name? I don't. I mean, the first time I'd ever heard of it, um, having grown up in Miami, was I was uh, working. Or I was going to South Carolina and working at a, the Bounty Restaurant at the time, which was like modeled after a big giant pirate ship. <laughs> right. And uh, the general manager <coughs> who was from Andrews, South Carolina. We'd, uh, I guess it was uh, after September 1st, so what, somebody had gone hunting, got a lot of uh, doves, and he made this giant dove perlo. And we sat there and ate that with draft beer. <laughs> How do you spell that? Perlo? Yeah, I think it's uh, P-E-R-L-O-U-E, maybe? It's a, it's, it's French. P-E-R-L-O-U. Yeah, there you go. Perlo recipe. <clears throat> so let's type in this. Let's type in Perlo versus chicken bug. Versus chicken. I don't think that's even going to pull up anything. Chicken Perlo, a.k.a. Chicken Bog. There you go. Mm, it's just a colloquial name. So It's probably more same. from the New Orleans area, you know? Yeah, it says Gullah Gravy is what it's called. Gullah Gravy. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to look in more into that. Because I used to like it. I'd never had it before until I got married to my ex-wife. I mean, pretty simple. And I grew up in South Carolina. Yeah. I grew right, up in North rice Charleston. And rice and chicken or rice and some kind of... Yeah, I'd never had it before. At least I don't recall ever having it. But And they used... Um, <clears throat> I don't know how you do it. But they actually put a whole chicken into the damn pot. So And then you they would go in and pick it apart. So every now and then you get a fucking bone stuck yeah. in your da- goddamn throat. I'm like, come on, guys. Can't you just use some boneless chicken to put in there? Why you got to put the whole damn thing? I know it's cheap just to buy the whole chicken. It's cheap and you get and it. You have the fat. That yeah, and I mean, you, you pull a little bit of collagen right? out of the bones and things like that, it's too, good. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. That was good. I'm going to have to make some now. I got my recipe right here. Look at that. Looks good. So what's next? When are we going? Let's take a break. <laughs> Come on, man. One, one minute. All right. Could we? So yeah, I mean, what did I say last night? Continuation from last night. I'm a little tired, actually. I, I came home from my appointments and Big Billy's Burgers, and I masturbated real quick, and then I took a nap, to be honest with you. About an hour nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was tired, so, you know. What can you do? Um, yeah, I was going to ask you. So I did the show before last night's show, or a couple shows ago, was uh, the possum episode. Because I've been invaded by possums. I don't know if I told you this yet or not. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I did uh, I did a playing possum episode. I did a couple uh, possum part two. I did a couple possum episodes, and I talked about it again last night. But um, a couple weeks ago, I was out and about. What happened to the camera here? Hold on just a second, guys. 
Ugh. Battery out? Shouldn't be. All right, I don't know. Camera guys, I don't know, just all of a sudden cut off. But um, yeah, so a couple weeks ago, I'm out and about somewhere. All of a sudden, I get a text from Tommy. There's a possum in the house. I'm like, all right, well, get it out of the house. So he's like, I can't, man. It's behind the uh, TV. And I said, man, I got to see this. I got to see this possum. And at the time, his phone was actually broken. So he was texting me through his Mac, through his Apple computer. So right. he said, I don't have a phone, man. I have a camera. I said, dude, your computer has a camera on it. I said, pick up pick up the computer and go behind the TV and just take a picture of this thing. Let me see it or take a video. So he FaceTimes me while he's got the computer, you know, hanging out behind the TV. Yeah. Giant opossum, you know, big, big dude sitting back there behind the TV. So he's like, how do I get it out? I said, I don't know, man. Just scare it out or stick a stick back there. Just Bro. something. Yeah. I said, there's a, I said, there's a shovel outside. You could just scoop it up and just carry it outside. So he got the shovel and started digging around back there. Because I know it was the shovel because when I came home, there's a bunch of fucking dirt they didn't clean up behind the TV. But he had the shovel trying to scoop him up. And I guess it scurried out. And he said it ran out of the house without him having to touch it. So. So that happens <clears throat> about a week later, maybe a half a week later, I see, um, I, uh, I find a possum on the back porch on the, um, the love seat back there. This one was dead. Lay had found it, I guess, and kind of mauled it up a little bit. It wasn't like broken open or anything, but right. she fucked it up and it was Mall. dead, stiff as a board. So um, I buried that one. So that was the first uh, baby possum I saw. The next day I see one in the house. No, the next day she brought one in the house. So she just, you know, very gently has it in her mouth like a tennis ball or something, drops it right on the carpet in front of me. I'm sitting in the recliner downstairs. Um, it was playing dead or comatose or whatever it did. You know, it went dead into his acting job. <clears throat> um, so I picked it up, took it out, dropped it over the back fence. 45 minutes later, she brings another baby possum in, <laughs> drops it on the floor. That one's playing dead. I pick it up. Take it outside. Um, so that's united it with its brother or sister. <laughs> yeah. So that's four possums so far, right? The mom and three babies. Then a few days ago, I'm sitting in the recliner downstairs. Tommy's at work. I'm sitting there watching Netflix. I see something out the corner of my eye over here. I look down. There's a possum in between both the recliners, just sitting there staring at me. The, you know, baby possum. I go down and try and grab it. <clears throat> it goes underneath Tommy's recliner. And then it eventually went underneath the TV stand and then behind the TV. And then it eventually went behind the refrigerator. So it, I chased it all over the house the other night. Came home from work that same night. First thing I did was shine my flashlight back behind the TV. There it was just sitting behind the TV waiting, waiting on me again. I got it <laughs> I got it to shoot out of the other side of the back of the TV. Leia pinned it up against the wall, picked it up, dropped it on the, on the carpet again. I was telling her to take it outside. Dropped it she on the carpet. Listen. No, she didn't listen. So it wasn't planned dead, but it was kind of laying there, not moving. But it was still um, cognizant or whatever. So I grabbed it by its tail and just carried it. You know, carried it outside. Dropped it over the back fence. So I'm trying to make the new family behind the fence. Um, so anyway, my question was: That's all the possum activity I've had in the house. So I've adopted a, a family of possums. Um, I just want to know what you knew about possums. What's your experience with possums? After all that. After all that. Well, possums. I've grown up in Miami. Um, we had a lot of possums. And I remember They're Central American, right, aren't they? Well, it's a marsupial. And I, <clears throat> I 
think they're indigenous to here. Okay. To to North America. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought they maybe came from South America. Yeah. That could be wrong. And see, there's them, like a hundred species. You always see them. I mean, let's face it, they're probably gotta be one of the number one roadkill. See them on the side of the roads. See them. You know, yeah. We had, Either those uh, or armadillos. grow and and behind our house that's separate on our block and uh they'd always be hanging out in the alley <laughs> yeah but uh and i remember seeing uh we we would trap my uncle uh, our great uncle would trap them and uh, have a heart trap and then take them off and release them or whatever right but, yeah, and that's one of the things I've seen when I've looked up you know how do you get rid of possums? well you're probably got them because of dog food but like down there was mangoes. They would eat that. They'd hang out. Mango. We had mango trees, and fruit would drop, rotting on the ground or whatever. And they would, you know, they would feed on that. Right. Pretty omnivorous, I think. Hmm. Eat just about anything. <clears throat> yeah, but it's funny because I was posting pictures of it, and I was posting stuff on Facebook. Hey, if anybody needs a possum, I got plenty of possums. Come get a possum. And um, the reaction to almost everyone was, ooh, gross, yuck, whatever. Everybody thinks that these, because I did some research on them once I started yeah. seeing all these possums, but everybody thinks they're just disease-ridden and they got rabies and they're just dirty and filthy animals, but they're really not. Supposedly, they're some of the cleanest uh, animals out there, that they clean themselves just like a cat does. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty much odorless, except when they're playing dead, they, their body releases some defense mechanisms that they don't even do it on purpose. They're, they go comatose. Um, they're not playing dead. They actually just pass out almost um, to re- a natural response. But anyway, uh, they very they very rarely have rabies because they have such a low body temperature that they can't uh, carry the virus. It's just all kind of cool stuff I learned about them. They eat ticks off of their own body. So they in a season, they'll eat upwards of 5,000 ticks. So they're very good at keeping ticks at bay. And they um, are pretty much... Um, they can't get fuck. What's the word? Yeah, they're that's pretty much immune to poisonous snakes. Yeah. So they they are good at keeping the snakes out of the yard, and they're good at keeping the ticket tick uh, count down in the yard. So anyway, they're supposed to be the oldest living fossil. They're like fifty million years old or some bullshit. Possums? Yeah, that they've been around forever. Interesting. So there you go. But yeah, everybody. Every time I post something, everybody says, "Ah, oh, yeah, gross. I w- that's a rodent. I wouldn't want it in my house." But it's not. It's a marsupial, it's a like marsupial, you said. Yeah. And um, supposedly, and cool. supposedly very that. clean. You know where they where one <clears throat> have the young clinging. Right. Outside yeah, they have a pouch, but then they also carry them on their back, and yeah. they just jump on and off to eat or whatever. But um, yeah, then I started reading. They can have upwards of twenty joeys in a litter. So I'm like, fuck. I probably got. I got a lot more possums coming in the house here. Yeah, yeah. If no, they had a, a litter of 20. There's a lot of them. Yeah. It's crazy. One with armadillos now. Seeing more and more of those. With what? Armadillos. Oh, yeah. There's more and more, for sure, here in yeah. the state. Because where's that from? That's got to be South America, right? That looks like some yeah. kind of hot hot animal. Yeah. That lives near the equator. Came up from probably, yeah, Mexico, Central America. Yeah. Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's new with you, man? When are you uh, when are you going to give up working, man? How old are you now? You're 50 something. 58. Yeah. So how much longer you got with uh, Taco before you give it up? I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now and well, that's honestly, key, if you um, enjoy it. 
you know, I, I have, I can take time. And uh, I don't think I could, I enjoy, you know, working with boat companies and doing what I do, is, uh, especially in this area. Um, and I've been doing it for long enough to where I pretty much have a routine down. The boat companies have a routine down in terms of product development and stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah. I, I guess that does make a big difference. I mean, you don't have a normal nine to five and no, commutes and traffic and mm-hmm. all that bullshit. So yeah, that does. Schedule, really. And, uh, so it's almost something that you would want to retire and go to. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, you know, with this group of customers, I don't have to travel very much. I mean, look at all the boat builders that are within, you know, two hours of where we're sitting. I could pick five but five of the boat builders and they're building 350 400 boats a week every week yeah it's a lot of boats it's a lot of boats <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know if it is or not i don't know if that's a big, big number or small it is number. compared it's not you can't compare it to the automotive industry you know not, not everybody needs a boat right or has you know well some people have two or three i guess but you know pretty much everybody got a car yeah or transportation that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, unless you're coastal, you don't have a boat. Oh, I mean, not coastal. I mean, I guess you could have a river, a lake, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You ever had a boat? Yes. I haven't had one in quite a while. Not too many people that do have them. That's, then, that's what I've heard. So anytime I'd ever mentioned uh, buying a boat, I said, don't buy a boat. Just You I mean, can rent a boat. Any, you know. Yeah. Once you buy a boat, you don't use the boat. You can rent a boat or borrow a boat all, all day long. Use it enough it's anymore, but it's I love I love going out on up with other people on their boats. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. You don't do that much here, though, right? That's mainly down the Keys, Miami, whatever. When I, get, I, when I get back to Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tacos and string. Being from Miami, I mean, it was kind of happened out of the. Um, it's just coincidental, but uh, when I left Scout, they. Um, or a Miami-based company, but here I am working in the Carolinas, which I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go back to Miami. Yeah. How far do you go? I mean, you you, you service Florida, I guess, right? No, or you just go down there I, for recreation? I, I just go down there for recreation. I have one account down there. Yeah. Okay, so all most of your accounts are in South Carolina, North Carolina. Yep. Yeah. Nowhere else, Georgia. Yeah, used to call on on those those accounts, but there's the accounts in, the, in North and South Carolina are doing great, and if you can capture a lot of that, that's that's good business. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, your a good <clears throat> a good position to have? Right. What's your favorite location to go to or, or account? You just call them accounts. Um. I like Regulator because it's where it is up in Edenton. It's real pretty up there. Different, sleepy, yeah, but uh, beautiful. Eastern North Carolina is real pretty. Completely, you know. There's is that up near New Newburn? Newburn above Newburn. Yeah, uh, yeah, above Greenville. And uh, you're really, you know, an hour from the Virginia border. That or an hour from Richmond. All right. So. Um, that's, that's as far as just going and visiting. But, uh, you know, there's also the accounts out on the Outer Banks. 
Big sport Where, fishing. Where's the Outer Banks? Hatteras. Wanchies. Okay. Um, Kitty Hawk. Yeah. Oh, man, it's way out there. Hmm. And how often do you have to go out? I mean, do you have a set, you have a set schedule? I don't have a set schedule. I, you know, it's a, so I mean, need something you, know, those you just go. Those accounts I hardly every day. They're not really, we, they're big custom sport. They're beautiful, incredible boats. Right. Multi-millions, but our company doesn't really produce the type of, of products that go on that. It's so customized and highly, um, highly custom, you know, high end, very high end. Yeah. Looking for more production, you know, the sportsmen, scouts, um, um, sea hunts of the world, really. Grady White, regulator. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're speaking Greek to me now, man. Just boat companies. I bet a lot of people do know about them, though. There's a lot of boating's big down here. Yeah, for sure. What was the name of that bird again? I didn't write that shit down. Plover. 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 Hey, spell. P L O V E R. This makes sense. This is just like it sounds. Then what else do we have? Chicken bog or chicken. chicken. Perlu? Perlu? Perlu. I was going to make these notes, man. After I'll forget about it. Chicken bug. And Perlu. All right. Yeah, man. So last time you went dry, how, how long did you go? 43 days. Really? Fuck. I thought it was, um, yeah. I was thinking 33. I told somebody 33 the other day, but 43, huh? Most I've done is 30. Not sure how long I'm going this time. One thirteen. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Already. After going that long, I was that. That's the longest I've gone in a while. You know, probably maybe out on the line. As long as I've gone in, <laughs> yeah, in, uh, twenty-six something years maybe. Yeah. But, well, it uh, can't be that long. Yeah, twenty years. Yeah, but I felt then. It, then it was like oh, I, I don't want to. And then finally, it's just that you just. Yeah, I think it was uh, something at my, at my parents' house, and it's like everybody's having beer. It's like, yeah, it's time for beer. Yeah. It's time, time to have one. Yeah. You ease back into it. Oh, for sure. Because it can hit you hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to go, man. 13 days today. I can't think of anything special coming up. Although, I think there is some kind of beer fest this weekend, isn't it? or next weekend. Beer, blast, or... There's some kind of beer festival thing on the 18th, I think. Let me look it up. I'm going to that Fontaflora State of Origin. Uh, oh, yeah, you mentioned that. That's when I'm, so that's when I'll have a beer again. It's in Morganton, and it's on the 8th, right. June 8th. We'll put that in there. Oh, that's right. We talked about June 8th, yeah. That's a Saturday. Yeah. June 8th, uh, Morganton. I've been to that one. Uh, I think it was yeah, you said that. two years ago, I think. Said it was not a good time. <laughs> oh, no. It was a fantastic time. It was but, a good uh, time, that's right. Yeah, yeah. fantastic time, but um, yeah, uh, some memories. But I just got to say, fuck those memories. 
Beer Fest, Charleston, South Carolina. I can't find this damn thing. May 18th, 2019. Uh, participated in 2019. Plus, I'm going trout fishing the day before. That's right. Gonna be, and that's gonna be Catalucci. in the Blue Ridge. Yeah, and yeah, in the Catalucci Valley area, and over near um, Wayne's Hill, Maggie Valley. Right. Here we go, right here. <clears throat> Nearly forty Carolina breweries to participate in the 2019 Charleston Beer Fest on May 18th. Taste over 60 different beers. It's from noon to 7 p.m. Saturday, Riverfront Park, eighth annual. So I don't think I'm. I don't think I'll be drinking by then. I, I don't really go to these things. When anymore. is it? May eighteenth. Not this Saturday, but oh, next yes, next Saturday. Said. I mean, well, I'll see, be. The, this one, the final floor one's different. I mean, I, I think it's not. You know, it's. I mean, I'll be almost thirty days in at that point. I'll be. Yeah. What's that? Uh, Fourteen seven. That's twenty one. I'll be twenty five. That'll be twenty five days right there. But yeah, I'm probably not doing it. The state of origin thing is like south. You know, there's a lot of forged um, ingredients and just. Um, oh yeah, like I said, I've been been to that one, man. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, D nine was out. You How know, was that? All the big sour guys are out there. Captain Lawrence, D nine, yeah. of course, Fanta Flora. Uh, so a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sours. I already bought two tickets, so I'm, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Let's look Let's at see. it. Let's see. I know. It's on. I think it's cool. 30 breweries, distilleries, cideries, and kombucha makers from around the country that create liquids with local ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that sounds cool. Yeah. We stayed at Hampton Inn up there. Uh, so we did a, you know, two-day thing up there. But um, Barnhouse will be there. Come on, Barnhouse. Yep. Just they were there. Birds fly south. Like I said, all the big sour guys were there. Burial, botanists and barrels, all yes. kinds of stuff. There's a lot of mosquitoes. Yeah, I see it. I see it flying around your face. I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> the floor fauna guys getting attacked. Yeah, floor and fauna. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured we'd talk a little bit about beer here since yeah, this is a har- show harvest of roots, craft conversations. Yeah, harvest roots ferments out of Alabama. Hall River Farmhouse Sales, those are good. Those are that's in the area. I haven't heard that. Oh man, they're that that's those are really good too. Um Jester King. Oh I'm sure they'll bring something good. They're out of Florida, right? Is that Florida? Where's Jester King? Texas. Texas. Who am I thinking of down in Florida? Or uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just looking at just seeing McRitchie Winery. I've been there. Insider Works. That's in North Carolina. There's some really interesting... Man. Penn Druid Brewing. That was the one in Virginia. They're out of these... They, they have spontaneous wild strains of yeast uh, that they develop. And they have these huge outdoor vessels um, that they... Um, leave the beer out out in the open and it's so they're going to be there it's like wild yeast yeah it's supposed to be they're supposed to have some really cool stuff and then they clone it I yeah. guess or they're I'm, actually I'm not sure of that 
don't want to say that for certain. Yeah. But it, so it may just be, you know, each batch is a little different in some manner. I don't know. Because well, I mean, they can, if they have the conical, the, you know, fermenters, they can collect that yeast and reuse No, these it. weren't conical, too. That, they were a different shape. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, a pictures of, of them, they were like these giant things, and they, they had a boil or something going on, and they were out in the middle of like an apple orchard. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Now it's where? Virginia? Is it? That's in Virginia. So there's some really neat, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be something. Yeah, I might jump on it. Let me do, let me pull that website we got some, up. some, you know, live music. There's a lot of good food vendors. And it's a pretty area. Oh, it's fantastic. State of origin. All right, so I'm going to pull that up. Final floor for the first time. State of origin. A month and a half ago or something. Loved it. Now, they've moved, right? Because they had that one location, that kind of tiny yeah. location right in the middle of downtown. They still have that, but then they have, what is it, the farm or something. Okay, it's kind of like Wicked outside, Weed. They just, just have outside a of the town. second location. Yeah. There. That's cool. Yeah, I've been up there, like I said, two years. Well... Take that back. I might have driven through there last time I went uh, snow skiing uh, up in Boone. I might have come back through there actually and stopped on a Sunday. Yeah. Plus, I just I'm, I like being in the Western Carolinas, North and South Carolina. Yeah. That, that just way. a totally different air up there, man. This, the smells are different. I mean, I like it. you breathe differently. The, the the humidity's different. I mean, it's just such a good time up there. And same thing with Boone. I mean, I grew up going to Boone yeah. since I was like five or six years old. So it's just an amazing place. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I spent some time in, in the Highlands and Cashiers area growing up. And I saw some white Christmases yeah. there. And, uh, you know, family had a house in that in that area well in highlands right um so that was that was nice i always loved that yeah my grandparents had a mountain house and they would share it with everybody you just made a reservation per se you know mm-hmm. hey if we want to go up on this weekend is anybody else going to be up there no it's, it's free go ahead go so we'd go up there the only thing you had to do is you know we'd leave a little money for the grandparents for the the phone bill, because back then you were paying long distance charges and those type things when you called back to yeah. to, to Charleston, and um, or wherever, and uh, you know if you used a two liter Coke, make sure you replaced a two liter Coke, whatever you know, put a new thing of butter in the refrigerator, those type things. So yeah, it didn't cost you anything, but you just replaced what you used, and it's fantastic, man. We usually went up at least uh, we try to go up once a summer and once a winter. You know, go up and ski in the winter and summertime, go up there and hike, raft, whatever. Hit the rivers, a little fishing, jumping off. There's a couple of dams yeah. that was up there that we'd do some uh, cliff diving type stuff off of them. It's fantastic. And then you had all the kid stuff. You had Grandfather Mountain. You got Tweetsie Railroad. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Grandfather Mountain, yeah. Yeah, Tweetsie Railroad is uh, over near Blowing Rock. Yeah, I have been there. Yeah. Um, and then Blowing Rock itself. I mean, yeah. a bunch of, top, bunch of good stuff up there oh, as yeah. a kid to hang out. I've been to Blowing Rock. In, in the winter, yeah, you know, done some skiing up there, yeah, that area. It's good, man. Yeah, enjoy it. That's why I'm enjoying <coughs> the, the the mountains and the, the trout fishing and 
Like, you ever been to uh, fish. you ever been to Linville Caverns? Yeah. In Linville, they got those blind trout in there. In the cavern. Oh, in the caverns. Yeah, because it's dark all the time, yeah, so they yeah, they, yeah. No, they go blind. Yeah. I've been to Linville Gorge in that area. Yeah, it's Gorge, yeah. Falls, and then yeah. there's the Linville yeah. Caverns yeah. as well. The caverns stay. I don't know if I've been to the caverns. Caverns are cool, man. You walk inside, you know, you got all the stalactites and stalagmites, yeah. and they've got a, you know, it's a little river where the settlers came and, and founded that, uh, those caverns. You know, they uh, followed yeah. this river that went up into it, and uh, yeah, all the trout are blind in there. There's a bunch of trout. Um, That's cool. Yeah, there's a little place that you walk out onto this little grate over some water, and I can't remember. I'd have to look it up on the website, but they, they dropped a cable down in this one location, and I can't remember how. They have never reached the bottom. As far as the last time I was in there, they had never reached the bottom of it. So it's, this cavern has this one crevasse that goes down. That they can't. They don't know how deep it is. It's pretty badass. That's wild. The temperature in there stays. I want to say constant forty or not forty. I think it's fifty six degrees maybe. Constant temperature in there. It's pretty fucking chilly. It's pretty badass. You haven't been. It's worth the trip. I will have to do that. That sounds. That sounds yeah. like. I mean, you can just you know be driving stuff. up to Boone or whatever and just yeah. stop in there and yeah. s- spend two hours. You know. Exactly. It's pretty. Yeah, easy. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I've. I've <clears throat> yeah, it's you know I, I want to develop some accounts up that way so I can spend more time up there. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> been talking to some kayak makers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> When I came back to, um, I've talked about this before with Caleb when he was over here, but when I came back to South Carolina in 2014, my, uh, my grandfather, my grandfather was already dead, uh, long before that. And, uh, my grandmother was still living here in Columbia. Uh, she died at 94, I think. Uh, so she was around a couple more years after I came back to town, which was kind of one of the reasons I came back to Somerville, uh, to see family and uh, people that were still alive. They weren't going to be there much longer, and um, right when I came back, 2014, they had, they had put the mountain house up for sale because she just they needed money, you know, yeah, to yeah. try and keep her afloat, yeah. and, you know, home care, yeah, and things like that. So they had to sell the house, and I almost bought that house. Mm. And I still look back at it and wish I wish I would have, even yeah. even just as a secondary house. But I almost bought it and moved to Boone and just lived in Boone. But I like Boone. At the time, I had just had that Supra sitting outside, and that's not a good mountain car. So I would have had to buy a new car. I had to buy that house. It was a whole process. I just and I wasn't in a real good place at the time either. So I should have. I wish I would have. But a lot of memories up there. Yeah, you know things. Who knows? Yeah. You end up back back in Somerville, and yeah, maybe end up out west. Who knows? That's what I was about to say. I'm, there's a possibility I might be in a mountain town out west in Flagstaff, Arizona. My oldest son keeps begging me to come out there, but I don't know. And that's kind of why I've been doing a lot more work on the house and in the yard and stuff here recently. I'm trying, just in case I get the itching to say, ah, let's sell and let's move. I want, yeah. to, want to be sell ready. Easy to do. Yeah. 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 Quick, quick to do. Yeah. Well, we saw some cool. I saw I saw some pictures of some cool houses yesterday on that paddle. That was one thing, and I yeah thinking back now. Um, yeah, a lot of those what, upper locations that we go to, yeah. there's not a whole lot of uh, population up there, but and they and they they get flooded. There's no question. So that people had some, you know, when we got in those certain areas, had stuff on trailers mm-hmm. or, or can move. 
Oh yeah, that one little and then, tiny house. And then in the tiny house too, the, like which was a glorified screened-in porch on the platform. Yeah, I mean a lot of them, you know, that you see are, are mobile home type things or a trailer or something, but there was actually a true style, like this modern style, uh, tiny house. Yeah. On a trailer up there. On a trailer, that looked like it had, could easily roll out. You know. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, if it so, if the Edisto floods bad once a. Um, once a uh, year, I mean, you yeah. drive out. You know, right. to deal with the. And you got pictures of that, right? Yeah. I need I need pictures of that thing if you don't mind, because yeah. I wanted to show my son because he. Oh, we all both my sons and myself. We all want a tiny house, man. Just something Me you don't too. have to maintain. Me you know, too. it's easy to clean. You can move it around. It is what it is. You know, yeah. you don't have to. <clears> very little footprint. You know, very little electricity, water. I mean, just. It's minimalism at its best, you know. I had to write down a couple of things. Boom, Linville Caverns. Yep, I'd like to do that. I don't know if my wife would like to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I bought this house because I was thinking, ah, my kids are older. You know, one's married now. They're going to have kids. They're going to have big families. I wanted a house where I could entertain and have family come and have rooms for them to stay in and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And now I'm like, you dumbass, why'd you do that? Your kids can stay in a hotel or something. <laughs> why did you get this giant house you got to maintain when you could be using your time doing other stuff, you know? Now I wish I'm, I had I'm, half the size of this house. Yeah. I'm, I'm or even less. We live in an old house that we're renovating. <clears throat> and I just... It's too much room, right? Yeah, I just don't want to, you know, I'd like, it could be even smaller. Yeah. It's not a big house. There's a show, if you haven't seen it yet, go on, I think it's on Netflix, it's called Minimalism. And um, they talk a lot about tiny houses and stuff, but they did some stuff where they would, like, thermal image houses. Um, you know, people knew it, I, I think. I think they got permission to do it. Or maybe they got permission afterwards. Hey, can we can we put this in our, in our movie? But um, they thermal image the houses to show you that most people use, like, two houses, two rooms in their house. Yeah. And the rest of the rooms are just vacant. Like this room. If I didn't have this podcast up here, I'd never use these two fucking rooms over yeah. this garage. Yeah. Ever. Unless somebody came and stayed and needed a place to sleep. Um, there's a spare bedroom downstairs. Nobody goes in that bedroom. There's a, you know, a fourth bedroom in here. Um, the kitchen, the living room, and both Tommy and my bedrooms. That's about the only yeah. spaces used in this entire house. It's all wasted space. Yeah. And what's that wasted space got in that it? We fill stuff that you don't that. use. <laughs> stuff that you haven't used in three years and it's still sitting in a drawer, or sitting in the closet, yeah, or no, sitting I in the agree. garage. I agree. Or sitting in a storage unit that you're paying extra for for another place to store your stuff that you don't use. So I'm on my way down, man, where I'm trying to get rid of anything I don't need. You know, have a couple capstone outfits to wear. Yeah. Just drop everything, man. You don't need it. You know, I got it. Eight pieces of uh, <clears throat> dinnerware down there. That uh, I got a sixteen piece in plates, but eight pieces. It's just me and Tommy. There's two of us. We need two forks, two knives, two plates, two glasses, and you're set. You know yeah. all that other bullshit. It's hard for me to let, let go of a lot of that stuff, though. Yeah, it is. And you know, a lot of it's handed down. Whatever people got uh, memories built into them and yeah. nostalgia and all this. But that's the hardest part for sure. Just getting rid of that type of stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you'd get rid of it, but just store it somewhere else. Well, you minimalize it to somebody else. That's that's the cool thing is let somebody else enjoy it. That's a good way to... Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
give it to you know Goodwill or have a yard sale or whatever, and yeah. let somebody else utilize um, your stuff. The stuff. What else, man? What else you got? Anything else exciting going on in your in your world? Oh. What kind of dogs you got right now? Or does Diane have? I guess. Got the same three, two uh, two beagles. Oh, you're not fostering anybody right now. Not at the moment. That's that's coming up. Yeah. I think she has uh, one of her regulars coming in. <laughs> that's just. That's good though. That's I know. Re- repeat she, business. She enjoys it. Yeah. She loves that. So that's good. <laughs> you don't love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for a little while, not to, not to that extent, but uh, when we lived in Alaska, yeah, we it's like uh, who would want to stay with Diane? <laughs> they got run of the house. <laughs> yeah, but we did a, a pet um, fostering thing up in Alaska when we were up there, and it was it was very cool. But the bad thing was you had to give the dogs back eventually, and we, yeah, you get attached to them. She enjoys it, and yeah. I, they are them just being. Right, but at least that thing—that's like a repeat customer thing, like the foster thing we did. I guess we could refoster dogs if they didn't get adopted or whatever. But uh, you only had that dog once, and then you never saw him again. Yeah. You maybe get some updates on the website. That I can't remember what the website was up there, but uh, you get some updates on how they're doing with their new family or whatever. So that's kind of cool. But, but it was also a lot of work. Yeah, man. And we had all carpet in that house too, so that was not good <laughs> for yeah, for pet adoption, imagine. fostering. Yeah, no, that's horrible. Yeah, it's bad enough. We did a lot of steam floors. cleaning. Motherfucker, oh, yeah. it was not good. All right, man. Wrap it up. I think so. We're about an hour in. I like you like that picture though. Yeah, that was the. I thought that was one of the better ones that came out yesterday. Yeah. So the cloud cover. That was when it was at its prettiest. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of uh, kind of cleared up at the end of the day, man. I got a little, little too much sun in a couple spots. I knew it. Yeah. But not bad, though. But still there. All right, man. Well, we'll put this out on uh, Friday, probably. Do something. Can I do it more often? Yeah, yeah. Ne- more. Next time, we'll crack a beer. Or two. I think that'd be nice. Or three. <laughs> well, it is craft conversation. It is craft conversation. Come on. <laughs> All right. Get back to the roots sometimes. That's right. All right, man. We're going to shut it down. Sounds good. Talk to you soon, guys. Appreciate it.